Welcome to the AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's coverage from Arizona Public Media when it fits your schedule. I'm Steve Jess. Arizona's unemployment rate hit 4% in September. That's an increase of two-tenths of a point from the previous month. At the same time, the number of people who've quit their jobs voluntarily fell from 3% down to 2.6%. The private sector added 14,800 jobs last month, which is above average. That followed two months of below-average gains. The number of job openings has fallen slightly since 2022, but it's still higher than some pre-pandemic numbers in 2019. Doug Walls from the Arizona Office of Economic Opportunity says increased interest rates from the Federal Reserve have impacted some industries more than others. The National Weather Service in Arizona predicts an 80% chance of a strong El Nino this winter and a 30% chance it will be historically strong. The Weather Service says many El Nino winters have resulted in above-normal precipitation in northern Arizona, but not always. For the rest of the state, the winter forecast calls for equal chances of normal or below-normal precipitation. Meanwhile, the weather has been anything but wintry in Tucson, as the temperature hit 100 degrees on Thursday, setting a new record for the day, and marking the latest day in the year ever that Tucson has hit 100 degrees. That is until Friday, when the mercury hit 101. Ballots were mailed last week for the Tucson mayoral election, and the election itself will be held officially on November 7. Let's hear a little bit from the candidates for mayor of Tucson, and then we'll tell you where you can find out even more about their position on the issues. Candidate Ed Ackerley's main focus is cleaning up the city. The Independent says funding and expanding the Tucson Police Department will help to make Tucson safer and cleaner. We'll do the best you can with what you have. And so we can complain about not having resources. We can complain about not having enough people. We've got 5,000 people that are employed at the city of Tucson. We have a $2.2 billion budget. You can't tell me that we can't prioritize police officers and then cleaning up this town and making it safer. Ackerley says it's a matter of policy and leadership. Candidate Janet Wittenbracker thinks Tucson has three big issues, roads, crime, and homelessness. The Republican nominee says once the fentanyl epidemic is fought, it will help reduce at least two of those issues. My personal belief is if you attack and fight fentanyl with all your force, meaning get all your police department out there and building up your police department to fight fentanyl, you vastly reduce crime, you vastly reduce homelessness, and you vastly reduce poverty. And the incumbent mayor says her efforts in the last three and a half years are helping deal with some of Tucson's biggest problems. Democrat Rahina Romero says an initiative that focuses on getting the unhoused into shelters before worrying about treatment for drug or mental health problems, is working. We created a program, Housing First, that is an evidence-based program, and it's a piece of the puzzle. It's working, but it's very overwhelming, the problem. We need the state of Arizona, we need the federal government to help cities like Tucson. This week on The Buzz, we take a ride with each of the candidates for the 2023 mayoral election, We'll cruise through central and downtown Tucson and discuss the issues we see along the way. You can hear the full episode of The Buzz on our website, azpm.org. 
A Northern Arizona University program is recruiting Native American educators who want to stay in their communities while completing their teaching degrees. Michelle Morisco reports. It's a virtual program that's intended to help people working toward their elementary education degrees stay in Native American communities. Angelina Castaño chairs NAU's Department of Educational Leadership. We're really focused on partnering with community members who have been working in schools for many years as paraprofessionals or other educational assistants. It's called Preparing Indigenous Teachers for Arizona Schools. Castaño said students can complete a college degree leading to a K-8 teaching certification in Arizona. Teacher shortages continue to plague public education in the state. Castaño said this program was created to help increase the number of teachers in rural schools. In Flagstaff, I'm Michelle Marisco. University of Arizona researchers are trying to make wastewater treatment more efficient. Tony Perkins has more on that. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency notes reclaimed and treated water is already useful for irrigation, groundwater replenishment, and even drinking water. But University of Arizona environmental engineering professor Kerry Hickenbottom says researchers are looking at ways to make wastewater treatment even more efficient. We've come so far that we even try and stray away from the term wastewater uh, because we are looking at this water source as a resource. She says some of Tucson's treated water comes back cleaner than that which originates from the Central Arizona Project, which gets some of its water from Lake Powell and Lake Mead. Former contaminants left over from the purification process can also be used again as fertilizer for Central Arizona farms. I'm Tony Perkins. AZPM News. And to hear more on that story, check out Arizona Science also on our website, azpm.org. Pima Animal Care Center has been recognized for achieving a no-kill status in 2022, and it's on its way to doing the same this year. The animal welfare group called Best Friends Animal Society found that PAC has a 90% life-saving rate. That's the highest rate compared to 18 other shelters in the country. PAC also has a 64% adoption rate, 25% higher than other shelters. Director of Animal Services Monica Dangler says PAC was able to achieve this because of shelter investment and transparency with the community. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get them here. Timely news for you on your time. Make sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back after the weekend.